What's up, my fellow Blurds? This is Brandon Calloway, founder of Dark Moon Comics, writer and creator of Black Spartans Manga, and welcome back to another episode of Black Comic Creators. This is a podcast where we talk to Black comic creators and Black manga creators from all across the country and learn a little bit more about what inspired them, learn about their work, about the comics and the manga that they're putting out, uh, and just their overall business in general, how they went about building it and and uh, what makes it fun for them. So hold on tight as we dive into this creative world of Black excellence. Hope you're ready. All right, welcome back to another episode of Black Comic Creators. We have the awesome Lawrence King here, uh, CEO, co-founder, I'm I'm assuming probably primary founder. CEO, I'm I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, of uh, Constant Hustle Comics. And too many titles for me to to name by memory, so I'm going to throw it to Mr. King here. Uh, Go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce Constant Hustle, and talk a little bit about uh, what y'all got going on. Uh, first, I want to thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate it uh, that you found time out to, uh, you know, to squeeze us in. Uh, uh, th- so thank you so much for that to start with. Uh, yeah, my name is Lawrence King of uh, Constant Hustle Comics. Um, we uh, we have the titles um, uh, SF3 and Carnivore and Grim Hero and uh, Zero Gravity, and uh, The Last Line, and uh, Avery the Astonishing, The Astronauts Chosen, uh, Eviction Bellum, book one and book two, and uh, upcoming, we're gonna have Pancho and Cisco, as well as Kasaya, the creator, to add to the list as well. Um, we're a small uh, 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 comic book, independent comic book studio, uh, with the HQ in, um, in Connecticut. And uh, we're just trying to, uh, the tagline is, man, we're trying to change the face of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, superheroes and how their stories are told. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. How long y'all been doing this? Um, we, we finally put something out about four years ago. Uh, that's when our book finally hit. I mean, I was working on it beforehand, but when when I finally got a book out there that you know had a successful Kickstarter and and fulfilled and everything like that, that was 2018. So that was four years ago. That's what's up, man. Which uh, what which book was that? What was your first one? The first one to come out was the last line. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. What, what what's it? Uh, what what is it about? What's the well uh, the um the world that uh, all the books in Constant Hustle Comics is built in is uh no matter what universe it is, there's, there's 13 separate universes and together it all makes one big multiverse. Mm-hmm. But in, in all the multiverses, there was a humongous battle called the carnage between all the superheroes and all the supervillains mm-hmm. where most of them were all taken out all at one time. Mm-hmm. So people are starting to pick up where the other supervillains are left off and our heroes that we have are picking up where the other superheroes are left off. So we all have, we, uh, uh, no matter who the creator is, all our heroes are new. They're just getting into their roles. They're just learning how to do what they do. They're just becoming to, you know, they're, they're starting to come into their own. So 
well, it's a bunch of origin stories and they're all trying to figure out their way. So in the last line, the uh, one of the battles between one of the superheroes and one of the supervillains was fought and the uh, uh, the matriarch of that family, of the of, of the Sills family, S-I-H-L-S, Sills, um, was killed in one of those big battles. So the husband of the family goes out and tries to find uh, superpowers or some way of getting superpowers so he can even the score and his kids go with him to make sure he doesn't he doesn't kill himself in the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That sounds like a that sounds like an interesting story, man. Yeah. Uh, man, so you you've been you've been at this for four years. Uh ton of title how many how many people on your team um so we have about six creators um and from those six creators yeah everybody has their own somewhat of their own team we're all we're all bringing people to the to the table like say if i use the the uh uh the artist that i use another another creator may use the same artist or they may pick one up that I think could work really well in another book that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So we may, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do stuff like that. Yeah. But um, there's about six of us and, and that's not, yeah, that's not including people who just do marketing or, you know, just do this or just do that. But creator wise, there's about six of us. That's what's up, man. Um, so talk, I want to ask a little bit about that because you, um, everybody got great ideas, or everybody uh-huh. got ideas. Everybody got yeah. ideas. They can't say they all exactly. great, <laughs> but everybody exactly. got ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a there's probably a market, even if the ideas are not great. There's probably a market for anybody's ideas. And yes. so, because of that, I feel like we run into this situation where everybody wants to be, you know, creator, CEO, and, and all all of all of that. Uh, right. You have managed to pull six different creatives together. And have them all work together as a team rather than making, you know, six different comic book companies. Right. Uh, and so, so how did that? Like, <laughs> well, uh, we uh, uh, at first I was going through this alone, and um, I was going through the bumps in the road and everything like that, and uh, I was making the big mistakes. You know, the ones that cost money because you didn't know not to mess with this person or not to deal with that person or not to pay a certain way or whatever the case may be. Right. So I made all those mistakes on my own, even before I even got the first person to come on board with me. The first person to come on board with me was uh, Charles Simpson, and um, he's our art uh, uh, director, and he his book is Zero Gravity. And uh, once you see it, you'll know his style because there is nobody else with a style like like Charles' style is. So he told me he had, I asked him to come on or, or I, I employed him to do the character design for the last line. So while he was doing that, we got to know each other really well. Mm-hmm. And he said he had an idea for a comic of his own. And um, he was doing this and doing that. And he said, you know, but he wasn't sure how to do this and how to do that. I said, well, look, I've already, you know, made enough uh, 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 mistakes on my own. I know, you know, how to navigate 
Now, I don't want to make it seem as if I am some sort of prophet or messiah or whatever right, when it comes to right. this, but I knew the big pitfalls and how to get around them and how to make things happen. Mm-hmm. So I said to him, you know, why don't you, you know, why don't we just join up and we'll make this thing happen? I think the thing that that sets us apart, I don't want to say sets us, yeah, sets us apart. I don't want to say make us makes us better, but sets us apart is the fact that um, our creators keep the money they make from their books. I don't want any money from anybody that's with uh, uh, Constant Hustle Comics. Mm-hmm. When they have a successful uh, uh, Kickstarter, I say maybe uh, give Constant Hustle Comics a hundred bucks for maybe like promo stuff later down the road so we can make t-shirts with everybody's character on it or we can have business cards that everybody can use at comic cons or whatever the case may be but other than that i don't want their care i got my own lines right right i don't want their money i keep mine even if they sell stuff on the online store i tell them at the end of the month i tally everybody's up and say all right this is yours this is mine whatever the case may be but i think that's a big part of it i just want us all to win Yeah, Yeah. I don't want anything from them. They're the ones who stayed up late at night trying to write it. They're the ones who came up with the idea from the middle of nowhere. I I don't need anything. You know, I don't need their cash. They work for it. I don't need it. They're the ones out there. You know, they're they're the ones that, that are paying the artists. They're the ones that are doing all this stuff. They should be out there. They should make that money should come back to them. So when the Kickstarters happen and the cash comes back, my name isn't associated with it at all. Constant Hustle Comics name is on it, but they're the ones that are the creators. They're the ones that put their information in and they're the ones that get the cash back from those Kickstarters. I don't do anything like that. That's what's up. I just want them all to win. So like I'll set up, I, I do all the marketing. Um, if somebody has a Kickstarter campaign going on, I'm the one that d- does the lion's share of the marketing. I'm the one that does the lion's share of like podcasts and things of that nature to tell everybody about whatever is coming up. I do all that because I want everybody to succeed. No other reason other than that. I want, I want, I know I, we have a, a honest group of storytellers. And I know they have amazing ideas. And the good thing about independent comics is, or comics in general, you can make any idea yeah. a great idea. If you yeah. believe in it enough, yep. you can hire a great artist. And a great artist, I, I went to one of the first Comic-Cons I ever went to. This guy sold me a book about a man who hated rocks. <laughs> and he thought rocks were going to take over the world. So he went around fighting rocks. And the amount of passion he had, I had to buy it. I had to buy that book. <laughs> so that's, that's for me, for us, it's more of that than anything else. It's the yeah. way we feel about the stories. It's the way we, you know, convey the stories around and, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not perfect by a long slide, but we're we're making our way. We're getting there. Yeah, you know, man. yeah. That that that's that's what's up. That, that is a it's great to see. You know, people being able to come together, uh, work work together like that. And I'm assuming, you know, the uh, the because you guys are are all working together. You know, 
the fan base for one of your books might become the fan base for somebody else's and then for somebody else's. Yeah, so, and that, yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, 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 something else that helps with having so many people in the collective is that um, once we start, like, say, a Kickstarter campaign, or once we say, hey, this book is up on the online store, go check it out, it's on everybody's page. And then everybody spreads that out to more to whatever pages they're involved in. And then next thing you know, it went from six people to 116 people in a matter of two hours. And then it just goes further and further from there. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh, so getting more, more about you specifically, man, what, uh-huh. what got you, what got you in the comics? What's some of your favorite, uh, like what, what, what are you, what are some of your more uh, like mainstream or even niche uh, inspirations? Um, so when I first, uh, uh, to start, before I started uh, uh, independent comics, I was a screenwriter and I wrote a couple of shorts and uh, uh, directed a few and produced a few uh, um, other outside of that. And um, I was trying to figure another way for a creative outlet. And I was reading online on Facebook, I think, that uh, somebody was talking about how they made their own comic book, which I never heard of. I never heard of independent comic books before I read that article. Mm-hmm. I thought independent comic books was like IDW or Boom or somebody like that. Yeah. Or, you know, Image or something like that. Not right, really right. independent, but... Yeah, not like... You know, Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So I was like, I I didn't know anybody could do that. So I read the article and then I got in contact. And seriously speaking, like, I don't know how long after that article, uh, I read an independent book because there was an advertisement for an independent book called Epic by Lonnie Lowe. Mm -hmm. Um, Great book. Great character. I read that and I was blown away. I was blown away. I said, man. And I contacted him. And I said, bruh, I know you probably get this all the time, but how can I do what you did with Epic? So he did to me what I normally did to people when I was making, when I when I was writing films and producing films and whatnot. People would always ask me, how do you do that? And I would give them a checklist. You got to have this, 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 this. If they would say, oh, that's too much for me, then I know you really weren't down for it. Right. But if you come back, you got everything on that list, and all right, man, here you go. Here's the way you need to do it on your own, and set sail. Have fun. Lonnie Lowe did that same thing with me. He gave me a checklist. Man, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to go on this website. You need to do bang, 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 bang. So I went. And I did everything he said. And he was like, all right, man, you should be good from here. And then I, this is how long ago it was. I went on penciljack.com and I put out that I'm looking for people to do a character design for me on pencil. Jack. I don't even think people even use it anymore, but <laughs> I went out there and I said that. And the next thing you know, I was getting uh, 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 replies and everything like this. Once again, still blown away that this was even really happening. I didn't know anything about doing it beforehand. I didn't know, like, I thought you just hired an artist, you gave them the script, they made everything happen from there, just just from the script, and then that was it. 
the first artist was like, hey, man, you got these characters designed? I said, uh, no. <laughs> he said, well, that's extra character design. I was like, that's, <laughs> all right, okay. So, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, hey, hey I, I, that, that was me. I ran into that same problem. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and then I was like, well, you're the artist, right? So you're going to. You're going to like pencil everything. And oh, first, I didn't say that. I didn't even know that there was a different person for everything. Yeah. I said, you're going to draw everything and color everything and everything for this price? He was like, nah, bro. I just do the the uh, pencils. That's it. I said, so what else do I have to get done? He said, you got to find somebody to ink it. You got to find somebody to flat it. You got to find somebody to color it. Then you got to find somebody to do letters. I was like, shit. <laughs> So it was, it was a, a dude, it was a process. Yeah. It was a process, process, process. And, um, but I never wavered from it. What I think I'm a more visual, uh, person. So what pushed me was, um, I, the first characters I had, uh, 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 drawn up was from a line that hasn't even come out yet. And, um, from a line called Templar's Rising is the name of it. And uh, I gave him the description, uh, uh, an amazing artist that we'll be using this year for uh, uh, another book of ours. I gave him the description, David Hutchison is his name. And uh, I was working my day job and I was working like overnights, like seven at night till seven in the morning or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then at like, but he's in Cali, so he was still up really late. He was two, like eleven o'clock his time, like two o'clock our time. I got this picture in my email, and I opened it up, and it was the first character I ever had done, dude. I must have stared at that for damn near an hour. <laughs> I was like, man, this is it. I know what I'm doing now, and then it it just carried me from there. It literally carried me from there, and um, uh even when it gets hard to do because trust it's some people it's not a glory thing it's yeah. not like uh uh especially when you first start out right it's not right. like uh 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 you know people are just automatically going to see your stuff and it's going to go crazy and it's going to this and it's going to that a lot of people will tell you that and a lot of people will tell you you know these guys who aren't making any money they're not really out there hustling there's 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 different ways of looking at this game that that we're in. We're the type of crowd or we're the type of company where we make our money back online on our online store, on our Kickstarters, and when we do Comic Cons. Yeah, that's how we make our money back. Now some yeah. people will do other things to get their cash back. They'll like uh, I don't know. They'll divvy up parts of their company and sell off parts of that, or they'll do this or do that, and they'll have uh, 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 they'll have uh, different ways of making cash. We don't want to be dependent on anybody for anything we want to do. Yeah. If one of my creators comes to me and says, "I want to make a book about Killer Dandelions," as long as they have an amazing concept, hey, you got one right there. Killing uh, exactly, Dandelion, right? I'm already <laughs> interested, man. <laughs> and they got like an amazing artist, and the thing is, 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 is great. Then I'm behind it 110. percent So we're uh, uh, 
we just we like to uh, uh, just push our boundaries of things we're thinking, and we like to try to get the uh, uh, the the fans or the people, the consumers. We like to try to give them a a a different uh, a different tale to go with, a different type of of story to go with. So that's why we that's why we do the things we do. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Like just not knowing, like not knowing that like indie comics existed, and then finding out about it and being like, all right, well, cool. I guess that's what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> that, it, it, it was it was crazy, man. Yeah. It was crazy. I I gotta admit, it was crazy. Yeah, but I mean, just goes like we just we just got to know what's possible. When you know what's possible, man, you you uh dive in and make. Dive in mean, and make anything happen. That's um, it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanna. I wanted to ask about you know you you mentioned that like when you start, but like, it's gonna be rough, right? Like like right. Nobody, people are you. You could put out the best stuff in the world. Nobody's just like going to run to read your your comic because that's right. That is not how stuff works, and right. even the, the idea of because uh, you, you see a lot of times people like oh well if it's good people will read it like right that's not true no. <laughs> it's not that's that's, that's not no. true uh, no. stuff can be bad and people will read it if you do a good right. job of building your audience that's it uh, uh, that's it so how 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 did you go about you know and, and you you've been you've been at it for four years now but mm -hmm. how did you go about building your audience uh, to get to get to where you are now. Um, to be honest, it was, uh, uh, it was a lot of trial and error. It was, uh, like I said, it was comic cons. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it was, um, friends. It was, uh, friends offline. Um, it was, um, it was also offering people something that they don't see or get sometimes as well. Um, so in, in some of our Kickstarter campaigns, we'll offer a tier where we will design you as a villain. Mm -hmm. So if you pledge this amount, we'll design you as a villain, top to bottom, we'll color it, we'll put it in a, a, a physical form and send it with a book to you. Yeah. So that, that type of stuff separates, you know, then somebody could put that up on their wall or they can, I had one woman that got her kid designed as a hero and I got, you know, a, another guy that got his daughter designed as a hero. So it's, it, 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 it changes that up, but it's just been for us. It's just been doing things like this. It's been doing podcasts. It's been on, uh, uh, um, in discussions. It's been being part of discussions at comic cons. It's been, um, being part of conversations online it's been us like uh, 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 spreading our artwork around so people can see what we're doing and how we're doing it. It's um, it's uh, it's also let me let me say this too. So it's also you knowing that okay, I am not that well known. So that means everything I put out has to have a certain level of professionalism. Right. And it has to have a certain level of, uh, uh, it has to have an awe factor to it 
like immediately. Mm -hmm. I can't put out something that's lackluster. I can't put out something that's average. I got to swing for the fences. Right. When I put out something. Now, does that cost a little more than somebody who just lets anybody draw their comic? Yes. But once again, that's one of the factors that separates you from the rest of everybody else. Because, you know, believe it or not, maybe not exactly where you're from, and there's not too many where I'm at, but there's a lot of independent comics companies out here. You know? I mean, it's a, it's a small group as in we all pretty much know each other yeah. or know of each other. Yeah. But there's not so many that you was like, I never even heard of this guy all the way. No, uh-uh. There's not so many that you never heard of them. Yeah. We normally all are in a, in a Facebook group together. We're all in, you know, we all are part of this little group or we all see each other at, you know, at maybe one of the Comic-Cons in New York or maybe the one in Baltimore, the one in Atlanta, whatever. Eventually, you will run into everybody else. Yep, yep. So you, that's, you have to... You have to have pride in your work to the point where you would stand behind anything you put out. Right, right. Yeah, man. Because you, you, you I mean, you're definitely right. Like there is, there is no shortage of indie companies. The reason I started this podcast, Black Comic Creators Podcast, is right. because you know people are always talking about how like they want like oh we need more black characters we need more black characters we need more black characters and it's like well if you looked at the if you really really looked at the indie space like they there they right. like they they are there right and because it's from people with no names you right. know marvel and dc they could put out anything they want it could be late right. it could be trash people don't read it right uh, but indie guys Got gotta come hard. Gotta come with they do. Stuff. So some of that, like, not only is it there, it's quality. It is a, right. a, a it is professional level sometimes above what the what the professionals are are, are doing. Right, so, right. And you you yeah you 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 definitely have to do that. And it's funny because we were at a local comic book shop over the weekend, and uh, for free for blah, for a free comic book day, mm -hmm. and um. We were moving some books there and people, it, it amazed me how many people were like, wow, this, this is really good. And I felt like saying, what did you expect it to look like? <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, did you really think that I would have this whole thing out here and it not, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. apparently somebody's, you know, somebody's doing that. I don't know who that somebody is, but well, I, I think it's that because so, so I, I do pop-up shops. Uh, right. all, all around. All, so I'm, I'm here in Kansas city. I do okay. pop -up all, all, all around, uh, because I'm with my day job. I don't get to travel that much. So I can't, I don't go to a whole bunch of cons, right. uh, but, but I, I do a lot of pop-up shops and, and, uh, it kind of works like almost just like cons, man. People come, they stop, but, uh, they always like, I get a lot of people that will come and stop and, and they'll open it up like oh and they look at it and like oh like this is this is a, a comic book like this is this is good this art is amazing yeah yeah <laughs> and it, yeah because, so, yeah it, it's like they expected you you would be drawing it in your basement and you're not exactly, very good at it. exactly yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, like like that. I just I just you know pulled out a piece of paper and you know drew the lines on myself. You know that, that's what they was expecting. Exactly, exactly that. Because <laughs> that's exactly that of what indie comics is. Yes, uh, and we, I mean we're, in reality, indie comics is just being uh, published by by uh, an indie publisher. Same quality, and like I said, sometimes superior quality. Yes. So, yes. Yes, it's that's yeah that that's 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 definitely the thing and and a lot of uh a lot of indie books a lot of people I know they use the same people that DC use and and Boom yeah. and IDW and Marvel and yep. they yep. use them they just you know because they're they need side money the people yep. that do the coloring and the people that do the letters and the people that do the inking and everything like that they need side money so. You come to them and like, look, this is my budget. Can you do it? They're like, yeah, I can do it, bro. I can do yeah. it. Yeah, I can fit you in. I can squeeze you in. Right, right, right. I, I was talking to da so David Crownson was on was uh, on the show a little while ago. Right, right. Uh, I don't, he you he uses the, some of those same guys that, that that do professional stuff. Matthew Jones. Uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you know him. But he, he got a, a Void Beast uh, from Akachi Comics. Uh huh. He uses some professional people. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's definitely the uh, if you go to them, and normally they'll they they know what they're doing too. They'll put their stuff out in the groups that we all belong to. Yeah, and they'll you know that's how you can you you have to be able to say you know you care enough about your book in order to make or save that little extra money. Right, like I can I. I subconsciously don't even realize when I do this, but when I'm like producing a book, when I'm getting it done and everything like that, I don't realize that I take my lunch to work every day because that's extra money I could be using towards this or towards yep. that. You know what I'm saying? And yep. I don't want to spend 40 bucks or 30 bucks on lunch when I could be sending that to somebody to put the colors on this or the ink on that or exactly. whatever the case may be. Exactly. So it, it takes sacrifice. It does, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth and, it. And I mean, for for me, it's fun, right? Like yeah. when, when I when I send when I send off the script and I get back the, the storyboards and then I approve that and I get back the uh the line art and then you get and, then, and like right, and, right. And like I'm reading it, I'm reading the same one all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, right. So it, it's it's uh if you you said you saving sacrificing on stuff like going out to lunch, but it's a it's it's a payoff. Like it's a yes, big, big payoff, man, big payoff. But so uh, I I do want to ask, because uh, you you touched on like Comic Con, like be, being a lot of cons, uh, and how, and so for me, so when I I published my first so dark uh dark moon comics black black Spartans, I published that uh March of twenty twenty one, and so so long all that that to say i got in this in the pandemic right right there wasn't no cons right <laughs> no con. i'm right. just now right uh, like able to 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 go to go to cons and so uh asking this for um for you know anybody listening but also for myself how important do you think cons are when it comes to audience building um it is my opinion right. that there is no, uh, 
Cons are important. I don't want to give them a percentage mm-hmm. because uh, I can't really say for sure. Because, you know what, I'll give a percentage for us. Um, cons are important for us because uh, uh, because of the, of the obvious reasons. The, the uh, uh, building your audience, the... Uh, uh, the um, spreading the word about your book. Because even if you they don't buy a book, the thing about cons is, even if they don't buy a book, they can sign up for uh, uh, an email listing. Right. And you can get everybody's email address and add them to where they can, uh, 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 they can be notified when you do a Kickstarter campaign or when you're going to be at another con or whatever the case may be. A Comic-Con isn't just selling books. It's selling the brand. So it's extremely important because even if you don't sell any books, if you have a fire ass t-shirt that you had designed, you can sell a t-shirt. You can give out stickers. You can sell buttons. You can sell hats. You can sell pins. So if you're trying to get your brand out there, then Comic-Cons are extremely important because they have the physical representation of what you are doing and the fact that you are truly doing it, not just talking about doing it, yeah. but truly, truly doing it. So for us, it's a big deal because, you know, you you want you want that physical representation out there. You want somebody to see somebody else's book bag with a Constant Hustle Comics sticker on it. Hey, what's that? Where'd you get? Oh, I got that over the weekend at a comic book store. This guy was selling comic books. You know, here's a look at it. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? Then they go to the website. Go to the website. They make a sale on the online store. Or they contact you. Hey, I know a guy that, you know, can draw really well. He's been looking to get into the field. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about it? Comic-Cons are so much more than just selling comics. Yeah. Comic-Cons are you, you, uh, uh, the, the, the perpetuation of your, you know, of your motto, of your brand, of you as a person, because people aren't, people aren't buying just a book. They're signing off it on you as a, uh, uh, as a creator. Right. You know, like when, when, uh, somebody puts out a Kickstarter, they normally come to the group that we're all a part of on Facebook and say, Hey, I'm putting out this Kickstarter. These are the days I'm putting it out. Do you mind? Do you guys mind spreading the word? Now, it's only because you know these guys, only because you've had conversation with these people, only because y'all have talked about this or backing each other about that, or, hey, I'm putting up this Comic-Con. Do you mind if I uh, 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 use one of your digital copies of your book for my Comic-Con? So when they get to a certain tier, we have like a digital explosion tier so you can get all these books digitally. Do you mind if I do that? No, I don't mind if you do that. I'll send my book right over to you because once once you do something, you ask the same thing in uh uh, uh you know in in kind. Right. So it's only because you know these people that these things can happen. Right. If you don't know them and you just go in there and start asking for shit, they're gonna be like, Yeah, okay, bro. Yeah, you don't get nothing. Yeah, yeah. we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. <laughs> so that's that's the uh, uh, that's the that's the uh, 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 that's the trade-off because you just can't be a silent creator that that doesn't you know that doesn't like to you feel yourself at a certain level so you don't talk to anybody or you don't right. do this or you don't do that yeah 
because you'll be treated that way when you need help. And we all need help at some time or another with this yeah. thing. Bro, so, I, I ain't I haven't I ain't stopped needing help since I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh you'll you'll see it once you start like um like doing the heavy cons, some like a lot of other people are are a lot heavier into cons than I've than I've been able to do uh yet. Um like your uh, uh wild card chronicles and that's uh Moana McAdams and her husband John McAdams and and uh concrete they've done I think we've done about the same amount um wingless we've done about the same amount um there's a lot of David Crownson he's killing it the guys from uh, Tuskegee Tuskegee airs they're killing it you know TJ I can't I can't believe I forgot his last name right now he's out there killing it with Akuma so it, it's it's Godhood is I'm a, is, is killing right it. Godhood comics yeah, yeah he's out there killing it so I mean, these people, they, they do a lot, a lot of, uh, 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 a lot of Comic-Cons and put themselves out there a lot because that's how you get known. Yeah. That's how, yeah. that's how you get known. A lot of people. Yeah. I, yeah, I see, I see, uh, like I follow Concrete and Lonzo. Like I, I see them at cons all the time. Yeah. 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 And it, it, it may, it may not be, you know, it may not be a three-day con. It may be a one-day con, but you'll see, you know, all the stuff they have up for it. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm I'm the same way as you, man. I can't take all this time. I can't go to, like, if it's a three-day con, uh, it, it depends. Yeah. I might be able to squeeze it in. I might be able to. But it's got to be close enough for me to drive to. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, uh. FSK comics with Michael Watson. Yep. Man, that dude's flying here. He's flying there. He's in California. He's in Canada. He's in there. I, there's no way I could do that, bro. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. I can't do that. But um, yeah, you, is, you have to. He is killing it. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's it's that's uh, uh that's definitely a way of you know getting this thing done. People have to have to see you and then have an online presence as well, like. Michael Watson has chat and draw. I, mm -hmm. I try to go live. I need to work on doing that more. Uh, Concrete Comics goes live enough. Uh, David Krausen, he's just he he picked the right the right uh, 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 he picked the right property and went about it the right way. Yeah, you yeah, really can. And he's a like, and just when you talk to like, he's a really. Uh, on a upbeat dude like, oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah 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 yeah. he'll draw you in he'll draw yeah. you in. if you sit down and talk to him long enough yeah yeah he'll draw you in he definitely will and and that's uh it's it's you know it's you can have you can have somebody like dave krause and he came out with one book and it can be killing it and you can be coming out with 30 and only and people only like one of them yep so it's 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 about you writing what you like and it's about you sticking with it. And, you know, if, if somebody is outworking you, then, you you know, I always go by what, uh, uh, what uh, uh, P. Diddy said one time. This is a while ago. He said, if you admire somebody in business or you want what somebody has in business and figure out what they are doing and fit your business type to mirror what they are doing. Right. So you can do it with your own flair, but... If you, if there's something you really want, 
but you don't have to, uh, you know, write the way they're writing or anything like that. That's not what I mean. But if they're hustling a certain way, yeah, then you can say, okay, I could do this, maybe not that. I could do that, maybe not this. But it, it nothing works in a vacuum, especially yeah. not in indie comics. Yeah, yeah. You but I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. You can't, you can't. I, I can't sit here and say, man, I want all the stuff that Lawrence got. Like I and, right. And then I say, oh, but I ain't trying to bring in no team. I ain't trying to go to cons. I ain't trying to. <laughs> right. Know, I ain't trying right. to pay extra. Like, no, bro, I want to go out to lunch. I, like, right, right. I ain't going to do what, right. what you do. Right, right, right. What you and have. That's, right. And that's that's like, um, it's the same thing at, at Comic-Cons. Like, the first Comic-Con I did, I was next to Concrete comics and before we did this comic-con for like a year and change maybe two years myself or us at constant hustle and concrete were always talking back and forth mm -hmm. you know what are you guys doing hey what are you guys doing you know always keeping each other motivated always you know staying on top of things so we did our first comic-con once again i had no idea how to do a comic-con it was a one-day comic-con mm -hmm. matter of fact it was black label comic-con out of philly out of philly yeah, we'll be doing it again this year. So hey, when, when is that? It's uh, July 30th, if I remember correctly, or June 30th. I think it might be June 30th. Yeah, 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 I think it is. So um, I'm at a Comic-Con not knowing what to do. I have a book, at least one book with a few copies of that and posters and stuff like that. So at first, I'm sitting there, maybe for the first 15 minutes. I noticed that not too many people, they'll kind of stop, but they don't really, they, they stop and they kind of keep going. I'm looking next to me at the concrete table. Everybody's stopping. Out of 10 people that stop, eight people are buying. Because they got out in front of the table mm -hmm. and were interacting with the people that were walking past. And they knew how to draw them in. Mm -hmm. and bring them to the table. Every since that first 15 minutes of me seeing them do that, I have never sat behind a table at a Comic-Con, <laughs> ever. My son will be back there getting books ready and boarding and boxing and stuff like that, but not me, not yeah. even for a little while. I get out in front, I talk to people, hey man, that's a nice you know, Superman cosplay you're wearing. If you like Superman, come over here and check out this, come over here and check out that. I'm giving away stickers, I'm doing something to draw people in to bring them to the table. Yeah. And if that's 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 that, that's what you have to do. Now, I went there, I went to a Comic-Con that David Walker was at. You know, David Walker, the guy who wrote Nighthawk, the guy who wrote Bitter Root, the mm -hmm. guy who wrote Naomi for DC. Mm -hmm. He could sit behind a table. Yeah. And just put his name up there next thing you know, people are buying his book like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that kind of name clout. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be in front of the table. <laughs> So, so that, that that's what we that that's what we do. That's why we say everything's a hustle, man. Everything's a everything is a hustle. At night, I'm up on this app getting all the like uh um the uh uh social media posts ready for the next day. And I'm up till like 10 o'clock doing all that. Tonight, before I go to sleep, I gotta uh start putting together a Kickstarter page for another book we got coming out soon. So it's 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 always something, man. It's always yeah. something. Yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I appreciate you coming on. 
uh we, we gotta wrap up but before before we go tell uh, tell people where 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 can they where can they find you at uh when is that kick you said that kickstarter coming soon when is it dropping uh okay so we are uh, up at uh constanthustlecomics.net at facebook at facebook.com slash constant hustle comics uh on um uh instagram at instagram.com slash c dot h dot comics on twitter we are c hustle comics on um on uh tiktok which i still don't know what i'm doing there but i drop stuff still anyway we're uh uh constant hustle comics on tiktok um within the next uh i would say two weeks that kickstarter will be dropping for eviction bellum book two we just had a book come over with we uh, uh eviction bellum is our big crossover book where we have like people from all mm -hmm. pretty much every sing, single creator in our group characters in one book that's what's up and uh uh where we our first kickstarter campaign went great with the first one so now we're about to do the second and last part of that it's we just made them trades instead of having you know six different kickstarter campaigns we had one for chapter one through three and we're having one for chapter four through six that's what's up so up. that'll be in the next two weeks that's what's up man cool well i i appreciate you appreciate you coming in coming on uh all the stuff that you got going on man just in in, in inspiring inspiring <laughs> to, to, uh, thank you man i appreciate that i appreciate that i'm i'm a i'm a i gotta you you got me ready to go i got i got my table and all my books in the trunk man i'm about to go set up on the corner or something <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have some comic cons going on there in Kansas City, man. Yeah, no, we we do, we do. We just did Planet Comic Con was a couple of weeks ago, but uh I didn't make that one. We got Fountain uh -huh. City Comic Con coming up, and then I got a couple of books. I got a book signing next week, and then there you go. And then uh I got two more in June. I'll I, I be I'll I'll be I'll be on. I do be on. I'm I'm I'll be on. <laughs> There you uh, go. There you go. That's why I keep them. That's why I keep them in the trunk. Like right. I got a table and tablecloth and everything. Right. There you go, baby. In the trunk. So you call there me. You go. Say, hey, come set up. Like cool, bro. I'm there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but cool. I, I appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on, man. Uh huh. So that does it for another episode of Black Comic Creators. Hopefully you found a new creator to follow. You had a little bit of fun, learned something, uh, and just enjoyed yourself. So like I said, that's it. Next week, we got another new creator, uh, new content dropping every Friday, trying to drop every Friday. Don't, don't, don't hold me to that. Uh, but yeah, new content coming on a consistent basis. If you're interested in learning more about Dark Moon Comics, more about the manga that we're releasing, uh, go to darkmooncomics.com. You can find us on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Dark Moon Comics. Uh, check out Black Spartans and make sure you like and subscribe and just follow the podcast and stay tuned for, like I said, new episodes dropping every Friday. Peace.